What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. webmasterradio.fm it's the uh, 15th of february 2018 this is jim hedger from digital always media and dave davies from beanstalk internet marketing and dave wow man i almost screwed up the date stamp on that one didn't i (laughs) you know what we'll we'll have it within the next 10 months we'll all have this nailed down the 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 actual year (laughs) uh probably sometime in the next 10 months we'll get it but it's actually a legitimate complaint um what if by mistake if I had said 26, uh, February 15th, 2016, and our engineering, or our produ- our producers, what if, what if they didn't catch it in edits when it, when it went up to podcast? Mm-hmm. People would you know think that we'd been doing some like time traveling. It's true, but you know what? It, it, we're talking about Brasco here. Uh, so he would have caught it. Yeah. Or <laughs> he'd completely believe that time travel was possible. <laughs> one or the other, right? <laughs> <laughs> one or the other. Um, one or the other. The point I'm trying to make, uh, in the point I'm trying to make in making lemonade out of my own screw up, is uh, there was a story that was published in uh, Search Engine Roundtable this morning, and then this, this makes this makes a lot of sense. It's it, it, it's something I think every every search user um, looks at. Google wants you to make sure, wants all webmasters to be sure that uh, they have their time settings set properly in their content management systems. Now, you know, are you, you ever go looking for advice on how to do some function and uh, you know, some SEO function um, that you want to be reminded of the code, you want to be reminded of the procedure, mm-hmm. and the first thing you do is, you know, look at the date stamp of the article to make sure you're not doing something that was recommended back in 2007. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is why we, our date stamps have to be be accurate. As it turns out, a lot of people apparently 
enough people for Google to be complaining about it don't have their settings right uh, when they when they when they uh, post their website to begin with. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, you, we we all know how this causes, like what the problem this causes, right? Like we've all we've all seen it floating around, and you can only imagine because you see. I don't know. Um, you know it uh, obviously, but for our listeners who, who may not have noticed this, um, you, you see, you know, a, a blog post in the SERPs, uh, you know, a post in the SERP results, and it'll have the date that it was published on. Great, super useful. I I look to that, right? I'm sure you do too, especially if you're looking for information on something that might be timely, or even if I'm just comparing. I mean, you mentioned looking up code stuff, and if I see one that's from 2017 and one that's from you know 2014. Yeah, it, it is going to skew which one I look at if I'm looking up, oh, how do I do this in WordPress? Well, let's go with one that's more recent. Um, you know, yeah, if you have your settings wrong and all of a sudden that 2014 you know, piece is reporting as if it was 2017, um, you're going to end up with some big problems, including, I, I suppose, I don't think I've ever seen this, and I don't know how Google would handle it. You could, you could actually have posts from the future showing in there if I... <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know if they've actually caught that. I'm going to have to test that out now. <laughs> I can get a post from the future jammed in there. Um, but yeah, it, it can cause some, some serious problems, especially for publishers. And I, I think it's it's silly that they have to remind us to do this, but you know, I guess there's people who don't know to, to check for these settings. So Yeah, you know what? I saw Barry was devoted column inches to it, so I figured it's... And then also, you know, Danny Sullivan, uh, now writing at Google, wrote about it today uh, yesterday. Very devoted comments to it. Obviously, it's a problem that uh, other webmasters have, and probably worth noting. Yeah, indeed, indeed. I mean, you know what? It's funny because these things come up, and then I and probably a lot of our, our listeners as well. They right? were veterans. That's why the you know our, our listeners are listening to podcasts on this. That's why you and I are are, are doing one. Uh, you know, it, it sort of just seems like this this obvious thing. You know, of course you do that, right? Like, oh, why should, why are we even talking about this? Of course you do. And we're going to be covering other stories that you listen to and go, e- e- okay, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I don't even know why we're talking about this. But, you know, like, I, I think of me first, or I think of my father-in-law has a website, right? Like, he wouldn't know to check for this setting. So it's, it's a good reminder for those folks, even when you see this obvious news. Okay, before we get to the other completely <laughs> shock and duh article, uh, shock and duh mention, speaking of veteran SEOs, we have one coming up on the show today, and uh, I'm really pleased about this. Uh, we got Chris Boggs, um, host of SEO Rockstars, and uh, Ed Puba over at um, Web Traffic Advisors, LLC. Chris Boggs coming up um, after the first break. You know, I, I was super excited. You told me like like three minutes before we were going to air that, that we had him on. I haven't I seen ever since. I have. I haven't seen. Well, I'm just going to call him Boggles. Um, in like I don't know, probably a, a good couple of years now. Like in person, you know. Obviously, I've seen his writing and we've communicated on Facebook and stuff. But uh, yeah, going to be great to chat with him again. Absolutely. Okay, back to shock and duh. Um. <laughs> This is one of those ones where you, 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 you wonder why it has to be reported, but it's got to be reported, so we're going to report it, okay? Mueller um, yep. strongly suggests that if you're making a new website, let's face it, if you're making a new website and uh, you should start it, you should start HTTPS and not go from HTTP to HTTPS. Just to, you know, um, reiterate, top advice from Google says 
do the patently obvious. What do you think about that? <laughs> like, yeah, like, why did I say that? Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a funny one. I don't know. You know what? They're really trying to jam this. I guess maybe it's for those people who might have missed the first things. Or maybe it's for developers um, who, who instinctively like to make more work for themselves. Like, hey, let's launch this on HTTP and then make some work for ourselves so that like two months from now we can we can switch this all over. Um, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Possible. <laughs> I don't know. That's, stre- that's stretchy, but po- very possible <laughs> given the scum, scum doggery in our world. But uh, 70% in a, in a completely related but unrelated report, um, 70% of all sites top 10 sites and search results now are HTTPS. Are there actually developers out there who are not, who are developing non-secured sites, like as of today? You know what? They've had to tell people to, so (laughs) I I can only assume that means, yeah, sad in my heart that I say that, but uh uh-huh, probably. Okay. Now, I, I do want to get back to a pipe. Every time I see a story like this, I think, like, how many websites go live every day? We've got to be talking tens, millions, perhaps, or hundreds of thousands at least. Mm-hmm. Now, each of these sites has to spend $100 or so to mm-hmm. get their license, their, um, their certificate. Yep. Who's making this money? <laughs> Where's this money going? This is a lot of money. Where's it going? Who is the investor who owns the company? That and moreover, did you and Jeremy cannot get together and buy and buy shares in these companies? <laughs> that would be something that we would do. Yeah, um, I'm surprised you have it. What are you, a slacker? <laughs> Sorry, it's all in Bitcoin. Um, <laughs> it hasn't been a good month. Uh, no, I'm kidding. It's not. So it's been a fine month. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, we've talked about this before, I, like we've touched on it a little bit, um, and it, it's always kind of a fun thought of, it's fun, like not really, but, it, you know, it's a fun conversational topic is all of these things that are kind of inconvenient. I mean, I, I think from a, from a business owner's standpoint, and it's really expensive because not only are they paying for that certificate, and I mean, some hosts include a free certificate. There's some pretty cheap certificates. You can get many yeah, yeah, free yeah. ones, sure. but they're not the super trusted ones. If you're like a, a strong e-commerce site, um, normally, yeah, some of the hosts, you know, I was just chatting with David Vogelpohl over at WP Engine on Facebook, and okay, yeah, they're, okay. they have some good ones, and they throw it in. It's not cheap hosting. It's good hosting. I host there, but it's not cheap hosting. Um, you know, so they can throw in some decent certificates. <clears throat> um, but not only are they dealing with that, like the, 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 you know, our clients, the people who don't know how to do this stuff themselves, you know, and, and sure that's, you know, anywhere between three and a hundred bucks, but let's even say you're going with a free one. Now what? Do you know how to get this certificate? Do you know how to install this certificate? So on top of that, you've got to pay some jerk like you or me or probably many of our listeners <laughs> to now go in and just because Google said so um, and then responding and asking the entirely legitimate question of me, why do I need one? I have a brochure site talking about my restaurant. Right? Like they're, <laughs> it's just like, right, you, you really don't, but you do, right? So just because. That's why, because, um, you know, so it, it, there is that side too that I'm, I mean, we've talked about that before, right? When they were first pulling this and I'm like, when Google was pulling the, pushing the HTTPS as a ranking signal, I'm like, I get it for e-commerce. I get it. If you're taking even email, let's say that we'll call that secure, you know, important sure. information, but 
if you just have, and I, there are many of them, little restaurant in Victoria, hole in the wall that's not taking emails, they're just posting their menu, hours, and location, pretty much. And the menu's a PDF. <laughs> the menu of a PDF drives me nuts, but anyway, <laughs> that's a different yeah. aside. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, what, what, now I'm having to come to them and go, oh, by the way, it's 50 bucks for this certificate from your host, and you're going to have to pay me by the hour to get this thing dealt with for you, right? So that, you know, depending on who the me is in that scenario, probably ranges anywhere from $50 up to a couple hundred bucks, right, to get somebody to actually deal with getting it, installing it, and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, and 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 for nothing, sorry, you know what, I'm going off on a rant. I know we got a lot of stories. We got a, we got a great guest, but that's always driven me nuts about yes. Google's move to do this because not everybody needs one. Well, indeed, and again, um, it's a huge amount of money being dumped into the internet economy, and the and it's like, where the hell is this money going? Like, I, I want inquiring minds want to know somebody owes me a steak dinner, like, <laughs> and I want to know who. So, okay, we should uh, we got Chris Bongs coming up. I know he's uh, sitting on the sidelines impatiently, and you don't you, you don't want to see Chris when he's impatient. I mean, you, you, you don't. So, we're going to take a break here on Webcology, and we're going to do some commercials. But when we come back, we're going to have Chris Boggs, um, again, uh, host of SEO Rockstars and Grand Pooba over at uh, Web Transfer Advisors, LLC. He's coming up after these messages on behalf of Dave Davies from Beach Talking and Marketing. It's your measure of always media. Stick around. We're back after these commercials. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. of your favorite webmasterradio.fm programs on air and on demand 24-7. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Add some podcasts to your playlist as part of a better profit margin. More refreshing talk radio on air and on demand 24-7. Only on webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. Webmasterradio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. 
You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm Because not everyone's last name is Gates. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. It's the 15th of February, 2018. Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beatsong Internet Marketing. And Dave and I have the one, the only, one of the great veterans of the SEO industry, former chairperson of Sempo, host of SEO Rockstars here on WebmasterRadio.fm, and as I said before, the Glam Poobah, over at Web Traffic Advisors LLC, the one, the only, Mr. Chris Boggs. Chris, welcome back to Webcology, bro. Hey, thank you so much. It's so cool. I mean, we were just chatting a little bit ago on Facebook, and to be here chatting with you two guys right now is awesome. <laughs> oh, it's a dream come true for me, too. Um, <laughs> how you been doing? Dude? I haven't talked to you about it. How long, how long has it been? Like a, a couple of years, anyway. I know. We've only been communicating, as Dave said, uh, you know, via the internets, but uh, I missed PubCon this year. I know you've been missing the states in general recently the last few years, Jim, but, uh, you know, I'm close enough to you over here on the east side of New York that uh, I'll make sure to come see you and we'll do golf this year since we didn't last year. Yeah, and Dave, I, you know you're too far away, so you're gonna have to find a way to we'll see, we'll see each other somewhere. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll mean like <laughs> Dallas or something. Like that. Oh gosh, please no. <laughs> well, actually, uh, Chris, you you are traveling all around the states. I, I have it on good authority. You were just in Florida a few uh, a few weeks ago. I have a few clients down there. I'm lucky that I have a little stable between uh, West Palm and Miami, actually. So uh, I go down every couple months to meet with uh, those guys and. Um, and gals and I um you know do a little bit of other traveling but uh you know um I'm still involved with the in, uh international conference on measurement icom.org so that's every year in Europe it's kind of a uh analytics and and big data conference uh that that I enjoy uh that I originally got involved with through Sempo and I am still uh thanks for mentioning it earlier I'm still on the board of Sempo uh 12th year uh going so uh it's kind of a you know unsung role that we all play with Sempo, but, uh, you know, we, we sometimes anger the, the crowds and we sometimes please them, but uh, anyway, it's been, you know, like you guys, I, 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 I been do around. I want to jump to a few Sempo initiatives in, in, in a few minutes, um, but I guess that what the days of, the days of traveling, uh, the, the concert, the concert tour are over, or the concert tour, sorry, the, the um, lecture circuit are over, huh? Well, I, cho- I do PubCon, and I- I'm not really that interested in the other conferences. Um, I'm fortunate enough, you know, to not have to really do conferences for a, a BD perspective, um, and, and I- that's probably a byproduct of the fact that I never did conferences with BD in mind. Uh, but, um, you know, I... Um, by BD, I, uh, you mean either business, business development, development or yeah, big drinking? You know, with the main goal of getting more clients instead of going there to okay. learn. Is right, that so, a big and, one or the other? Yeah, I like the you know I still like PubCon, and I would have been there this year, but we had a, a loss of the family. Uh, but there's you know there's also reasons to go certain places for small conferences, right? To see friends. Like if there was a cool conference in in Toronto, I would probably come, but just to see you and and you know some of the other Canadians. Okay. Um, what is uh 
web traffic advisors. What's the, what, what is the company doing? What, what, what's your primary goal? I, I remember you ta- when you told me when you set up the company. I'm just wondering if it's the same as it was a couple of years ago. It really is. It's morphed into kind of what I said it was doing when I built the website, uh, which is good. <laughs> I mean, I've got you know half, half pretty much uh, paid media and SEO, and the paid media is about eighty percent AdWords. Uh, you know, two percent. Wanting to punch my screen at Bing ads, and then um, you know another ten percent of Facebook ads. So um, I've been doing a lot. I've got a, a few big clients, uh, and a few small clients, a few longtime clients, and a few new new clients. I do audits. I've got a few people that uh, I work with, uh, you know, that are agencies uh, themselves, and they need you know some side expertise. Um, I, I do a little training still. You know, I finally, you guys were the ones telling me years ago, probably, hey, why, why are you working for someone else, right? So I did that three and a half years ago, and it's been working pretty well. Uh, so you, uh, you like being the independent consultant? I love it. And it's fun also to occasionally get into those agency meetings because you realize really what you're missing. Like I've been doing a couple jobs for some pretty big agencies and, and being in those meetings is always fun just to know that you don't have to like wear it home. <laughs> Be in no, most I, of those I, meetings, you know. <laughs> I, I've got to ask if you found the same thing. I mean, that Jim, you went out on your own. I've, I've gone out on my own at some point. And so I'll ask you, Chris, if, if you shared the same thing and maybe share it with our, with our audience who might be thinking, hey, I'm working, you know, in-house and, you know, or for an agency and I'm thinking about going on on my own. Have you ever had such a prick of a boss? That you yeah, have that's the, you've gone out on your own. <laughs> that's the thing is like I sleep I less than I did, you know, when it was easy to uh, to still, you know, some clients kept you up, but when you're working for yourself and you know you got two kids and, and, and a family to feed, um, you know, it's a different game. It it certainly is. And I think that's something people miss. Now fortunately and Jim, you you talked about it a lot, Chris, I'll bet you agree too. Isn't it wonderful that we're in an industry that's awesome, surrounded by awesome people? Because at least you get to, yeah, you're going to work long hours, but it's a pretty awesome job. <laughs> Almost uh, so as I've... cool as setting up some Ziggy Marley uh, meetings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and then another important question to ask the, the independent home-based consultant, um, flannel or cotton pajamas? <laughs> You know, I like to wear the um, I, I wear the the flannel type of shirt uh, with cotton underneath, and then I typically sweats. I, I'm walking my dog. That's a key part of the day, right? So I need to be warm enough to walk in the snow too. So now I, I don't mean to out Dave, but I've, I've I've actually really always admired this about you and Mary. You you work from from a well stocked office in your in your basement of of, of your home in uh, Fernwood in Victoria, but you go to work in a suit every day, don't you, Dave? I do. Yeah, yeah, That's I awesome. do. Um, and that's just, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's like an affectation, but it keeps you on your toes, right? It does. Yeah. And you know what? I've been so grateful a couple times where I'll have a client like, okay, quick, need to do a like Skype call and they want video. And I'm like, awesome. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank goodness. But I, I do this every day because, you know, I'm not sort of, uh, you know, in a t-shirt or something among a client who like knows me as a person who wears a suit because they met me at a conference or something uh anyway so yeah works out uh nobody ever yeah. confuses you as for a best of the web uh uh employee do they <laughs> no no they don't um uh, chris i i gotta ask because we you know jim and i we babble every week for an hour um talking about the news and, and 
you know, so so we know the stories, and all of our listeners know the stories that, that we're following. What are you super interested in right now? Like, what what are the the, the big sort of trends that you're following right now? Somebody, an agency pulls you in and they're like, we need to plan for six months from now, a year from now. You know, we're, 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 we're not idiots. So we're planning on the holidays next year already. What trends are, are you, are you following and excited about that, you know, people should be really paying attention to right now? Well, thank you. And, and I do want to get to that. At first, I want to quickly comment on this timestamp thing. Um, I think the, um, you know, that some of the sites are updating these articles so often, right? They're live streaming the article that that is throwing some issues. And I think that the, the blame lies a little bit on both sides um, because, you know, Google wants to, and they just have to, I think, dedicate more resources to figuring it out, right? In terms of getting the latest and greatest, um, you know, the breaking news topics, especially if you look at Aaron Feiss, uh, the amazing person who stepped in front of bullets in Florida, yesterday yeah, yeah uh, that coach you know, right I, this morning when i found out about him there was an article saying look there's articles out there saying he was killed but he wasn't killed he's still alive he's fighting right but by this morning he actually had succumbed to his injuries oh. in the hospital oh, in shoot. the middle of the night right but it took me going back in as a seasoned searcher and figuring that out and and kind of uh, going through the listings to determine okay which are the most of the articles saying uh, you know, you can actually go to advanced settings it's sort of by time, but even those uh, can be influenced by other articles that might have been updated, right? So some of those timestamps, they'll, they'll update the article each time, and so maybe part of the bottom part of that article is now outdated, but the top part has corrected it, but it's still the same article, and the snippet can be from the bottom part. That's a lot of times... That's what I'm seeing, uh, and and I think that it's a it's a way deeper and bigger issue if they want to try to co- correctly index in order, you know, the time, uh, especially with these real time breaking news things. And it's if they can if they can conquer it, that's great, because it's going to cause less confusion, right? And also be able to get uh, searchers to that content easier. But anyway, yeah, that good was point. my thoughts. And the other thing, the HTTPS, you know, there is a bit of it, and, and I agree with you that it's not fair that, you know, Google should come forth and, and lay the law of the land, but I think part of it is also keeping the soil clean for the rest of us, right? And I think that if everyone goes to HTTPS, that's going to promote a uh, cleaner and safer internet uh, in the end run, right? And, and less oh, chances well, of hijacking yeah, yeah, and everything we, we, like that. For the record, we've, we've said exactly that on this show a number of times. Yep, yep. But yeah, uh, anyway, what I've been watching... Go ahead. No, again, but the, the HTTPS is also very much about a mobile future. Uh, yes. Mobile devices and such. But Well, and that's again, a great... Uh, again, I mean, there's two things that I've really been watching is really focusing more on mobile and, and some of the warnings, speaking of Google, you know, kind of giving you a pathways to success. Um, you know, you really can take that stuff in you know the, the the direct recommendations in search console pagespeed insights whatever and and as you're implementing them watch that score go up and then watch you know on the tail end uh in the performance improving so i, I do think that um a lot of marketers out there still are forgetting about the very basics right uh, that kind of stuff that is available to you that if you just uh, you know you're seeing a lot of can't 
can't means won't, I think, for people that won't do that stuff. And then also it ties right into the other big part that I'm curious about your guys' thought on is that no one seems to understand the value of really c- connecting with Google My Business and, and claiming it mm-hmm. and, and getting oh, all your indeed. stuff done. I mean, there's so many brands I do B2B uh, and then other audits too a lot. But it's amazing. I can always find one of their competitors that simply has set up GMB and that has a beautiful brand page compared to this brand search result that is like, did you mean this or, uh, you know, and then they've got, you know, the one negative Yelp listing in there or something. And it's just, (laughs) you know, it's great, I think, uh, job security for us. And I think so many people jump way ahead to the non-branded stuff that that's to me like still my passion is the brand side of it and building from the brand. Well, I mean, you maybe, mobile is everything um, in the in the in the coming years, and mobile and uh, local are so tied to each other. They're so wedded to each other, mostly because they're doing a mobile search, they're actively looking for something near them, or they tend to be. So to ignore Google My Business is to uh, is to disinvite customers and dis dis you know misrepresent your or aid in the misrepresentation of your business. Well, sure, indeed. Um, the, um, yeah, the I, rank I tracking. I don't have an answer to that because I can't imagine ignoring Google My Business. Yeah, I've been using LinkDex as my tool, kind of. I'm not trying to throw any ads out there or anything for them, but it's just it's the cheapest uh, in terms of the kind of tool that I need. And um, it, it's the the local rank tracking. I really like in it because um, you know it helps you to uh, narrow in on that too to see if your uh, you know your local efforts, both on the GMB side and maybe local citation efforts, you know things like that and brand citations. Um, you can track it a lot better too, and that's become so important. You know, having those mobile. I'd love to have, and maybe you guys know of one, uh, a tool that really specializes in that and can give you multiple mobile. And I don't, again, I don't mean to make this an ad, but I'm personally been looking for more mobile rankings than than these broad rankings we're getting from the the main tools. You know. Yeah, I hear Search Console does an okay job at that. <laughs> well, yeah, it basically it's giving you, like, uh, mostly the mobile rankings, it seems, like, yeah. especially. Um, but, no, I, I see what you're getting at is, like, without having to go down to the, you know, getting proxies in all the locations right. that you're interested in or whatever and then using developer tools to, like, you know, put it into a, you know, whatever format or, you know, what what not, you know, going to, to weird methods. Yeah, is there a tool that, uh, that does it? Um you know what, after we come back from break, I know there is one, but it's actually more expensive than, than LinkedIn. So I think that's your point. <laughs> um, you know, you, your, your company name, Web Tra- Traffic Advisors, when you, when you first told me you were going out on your own, you said you told me you were setting up a uh, company that um, basically advised large, and, large, medium, and small businesses how the machine works. Which is, you know, I guess, I guess, very much like being a, being an SEO. And I, I made a mental note to, to remember to ask you uh, sometime in the future. Um, people get it. The, the The search results have changed fun, three or four times fundamentally in the couple of years since you and I last spoke, Chris. Um, but over time, do your customers understand the machine they're working within? It depends on the customer. There are some customers that are so good that they intuitively understand it. I've got this drug rehab client in in Florida 
the guy is just so passionate about what he does and, and, and about the news about opioid crisis and everything like that, that it's like I practically don't even have to tell the person what to do, right? I just sit back and, and optimize and, 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 and funnel, you know, and make sure that everything's done right. Uh, from that perspective, you know, they get it inherently, but more because of their own passion, I think, uh, that they need to just put out content out. And, and that's, to me, that's just a, a, a lucky, you know, you have some clients like that. Others, you can kind of coax to that. And I think, I mean, hopefully this is kind of one of the ways you wanted this question asked but or answered, but uh, it, it really is about um, how getting it means are you bought in, right? Do you understand the true value or the true needs and the true the difference, right? Why do you, just because you sell this thing, think that you should be ranked above the person down the street that sells the same thing, right? Well, you, if you really want to be uh, a successful business person, you have to prove that through your efforts, right? And through what you're doing online, if you want the online channel to be driving either glorified business card or leads for you, right? So if you're not bought in, uh, frankly, I tend to have, you know, I have a model where it's like a two to three month product and, and then, you know, we can go on after that or we can't. And sometimes it's we can't because I know that that's not going to happen, right? And it's just, okay, you've got the tools you need now, try it, uh, good luck, right? Or I can help them find an agency that may be able to help them. But to me, that's what the crux of the answer to your question is, is how willing are these people to do what they should do in order to succeed in a fair way it's an even game right everyone's on the same playing field if you're not uh you know trying to sell super bowl hats and you don't care about the domain (laughs) (laughs) um we're going to be taking a break in a couple of minutes so it's, it's hard to know where to go with the next question um you were chair of sempo now you you've taken a step back and you're a member at large uh, currently, I'm the VP of Education. Um, okay. Last year, so we have these executive, you know, board roles within the board, and those get voted on internally within the board every year, um, and and then the board itself gets chosen every two years by the Sempo membership at large. Um, so I have served in the past as as chair, as president, and so forth. There's sort of uh, been a, a, a new uh, guard, you could say, uh, with the Mikes, <laughs> uh, Mike Grian and, and Mike Gullickson of um, uh, Acronym and iProspect, respectively. Um, you know, that's ruffled some feathers, obviously. There, over the years, people have sometimes thought Sempo is a big agency playground and stuff. And, of course, I didn't help that when I was working with big agencies at the time that I happened to be uh, chair and president. But it really is... Um, you know, it's a uh, it's been a it's been a fun role for me, and and the role that I'm in now with Simon Hesseltines. Uh, so I had some big shoes, uh, both liggered, literally, literally and figuratively to fill there. <laughs> um, and and that I think is one of the best committees because we are focused on producing these hangouts, which you guys got to check out. There's a few of them that are pretty good. Um, oh, they're under sure. listed under the events on Sempo, and you'll see we've had some good speakers cycle through on some good topics. In fact, you know we'd love to have you guys in, in the future on, and you don't have to be a Sempo member, uh, but certainly um, follow up with me on that, and I'll, I'll find a good hangout for you guys to hopefully be on too. So. Uh, cool. That'd be uh, good but, fun. Now, unfortunately, before we can do anything of the sort, before we can even think about that sort of thing, we got to take a break here on Web College on Webmaster Radio FM. Chris, we can get you to stick around for a couple minutes, and um, that'd be great. Do, Thank you. 
wonderful. Okay, so we can comfortably take a break here on Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. Friends, on behalf of Dave Davis from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Webcology on the 15th of February, 2018. Stick around. We're back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping high speed on a horse named Archibello. So yes, my body hurts, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. Oh, Archibello! Learn more at brainhealth.gov. Start your search engine and put your servers into overdrive. It's webmasterradio.fm steering you into the winner's circle. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on webmasterradio.fm. You're the host, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 15th of February 2018. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Ways Media and Dave Davies from Beatstock Internet Marketing. And we are joined by the one and only Chris Boggs from, uh, from Web, uh, Web Traffic Advisors LLC. Chris, um, we were just talking about Sempo and some of the uh, roles that Sempo plays. I'm going to jump on probably the most controversial thing that I, that I can remember uh, Sempo doing. Yeah, we can wow. never. <laughs> never talk about Sempo without talking about standards. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, how did you know? How did you get? Okay, it, it, it is a standard thing. It was uh, about uh, three years ago. Um, I think it was a Dallas, Dallas-Fort Worth uh, marketing group came up with a plan to uh, introduce standards into the industry and that sort of fell apart I'm just it seemed solid enough but what happened well so it was I think a very noble effort by Tony Wright uh, he put together a website called searchcongress.org and 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 flashing you know behind that 
was uh, a few years prior, uh, there was a lot of skin opened up uh, and some internal infighting in the industry. Uh, I'm not proud of some of the fights I got in in those days about it, but the, the point was that Sempo wanted to maybe move towards setting a set of standards. I, at the time, was president, and I did not want standards. I wanted a list of tactics that you could perform in search engine marketing and then a risk rating associated. So for the record, that was always my stance. You can go back and find that out. But in the long <laughs> term no um, Tony Tony Wright <laughs> put together search Congress because the problem with the last effort was everyone was like screw you Sempo no one wants Sempo to run the industry and blah blah so the point of search Congress was let's get all these groups any group that identifies itself as a search group to get together in a Congress of sorts and come up with the ideas to whether there even should be standards right or should there be a set of uh, accepted upon practices or whatever the case was or that that middle ground that I was hoping for and there was a pretty vitriol uh, conversation that happened in a separate meeting I at one point thought it was during the speakers enclave at PubCon but there was actually a separate meeting in that same room uh, that year I, I don't know what it was 2014 maybe um, and uh Basically, you know, the the idea never took off and Tony Wright spent a lot of time and probably some money on trying to ha make it happen and it didn't. And, and, and long story short is, you know, someday we'll probably end up getting regulated by the FCC before we ever figure out a way to uh, regulate ourselves is the way well, I look at it. And I guess that, that was my next question. Do you do you still think, or is there still is there still thought out there that um, regulation is necessary? Well, here's here's a perfect day today's case right yeah. just a few months ago google shut out all the drug rehab advertisers in florida because what was happening is they realized that all the costs were i mean they're making a ton of money right on all these drug rehab terms but basically the top bidders were all um sell you know lead brokers right so they could afford to spend a hundred dollars a click to get that addict that really needed help but then make money off that addict right so um what was happening is these individual rehabs were getting buried by them and what was happening also is that these uh these entities were referring people into the place they could get the more money and, and, mm -hmm. and often those were not real treatment facilities, right? So it was really coming back bad on Google, so Google decided to shut the whole thing out, right? So um, if you look at, um, you know, uh, the, the reasons that that happened, um, it's because the market kind of, you know, one perspective is because the market in itself got out of control, right? And 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 there's a lot of different fingers to point and 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 blame to point at. But um, if you know, if there were uh, and and your question on this and why I brought this up, please restate that question just to make sure I'm answering it. Oh no! I, th I think it is regulation still required, and I, I, I think right, right. A, so uh, in this case, right. So what they have is is essentially, you know, they've made it. They shot first, and so there it is possible to do a pharmaceutical exception, uh, and and so yeah, uh, don't tell everyone, <laughs> but uh, you, you, it's uh, it's still kind of a an area that since there is no real, you know it's t closely tied to a lot of legal regulations that Google is, is afraid about, right? So uh, it's, it's easier for them to shut the whole door, uh, but it, it's an example of where if 
you know, we as search marketers and, and anyone that was using AdWords or whatever agreed to abide upon some certain set of, <laughs> of codes or whatever that maybe that could have been avoided, right? And is that regulation? I don't know. But I think that's a great example of something happening today that is as a result of lack of regulation. Well, it's also a good example of something that would invite FCC uh, interference. Exactly. This is, this is a your money or your life category. Yeah. Um, and, uh, okay, I think, you know, one of the reasons I ask that question, I will always hammer on that question with, with a guy like you who's seen that other side, is a lot of people in our industry, frequently myself included, we don't know these specific examples where, um, you know, somebody else's practice, you know, maybe they meant to, uh, to dominate that industry, maybe, maybe not, I don't know, but that was causing problems where people had real need. Um, we don't know these examples. Do you know, do you know any others um, that, 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 that illustrate why regulation might be uh, important in, the, in, in SEO or SEM? Well, I mean, at pr practically every audit I do, and, and I wonder, you know, how long they paid said previous person, uh, you know, to perform said search marketing efforts. Uh, you know, th there are some that, you know, there's, that people tried, or, and, and I'm not trying to, you know, say that, that our SEO is better than anyone else's, but, um, you know, there's a lot of um, crap out there, frankly, right? People that are paying <laughs> um, money, for stuff, I mean, I'm just looking at this paid search campaign that's still running, still with uh, the non-extended text ads, right? And it, it, it the, the even the warning, it's showing impressions and clicks, but even the warnings there, oh, this ad isn't showing and blah blah. But it's just like, who's been mad? And how much have you been paying them each month, right? And it, there's a lot of ad going on, which is a shame. Uh, there's so many conversations uh, that people in our industry have to have. Uh, as a result of people in our industry that really shouldn't be in our industry. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to go too ranty here, but a great example is the um, formerly sold radio and uh, local newspaper ads. Uh, now suddenly is a digital marketing expert and mm -hmm. is going around all these clients that they already had locally and um, I saw this report and it, it was ridiculous and I went and I actually told them and pointed some stuff out to them and long term uh, they don't they don't want to change right they're okay they're still getting some leads out of it and it's more of a pain to change uh, so that's I think these are all kind of underlying reasons that regulation could help at least give and not regulation but at least some sort of much better known uh, not a Bible because I'm not I, I'm not, I'm not an extremist and I'm uh, I'm not too religious, but uh, some kind of document that was agreed upon by different entities in our industry that says, look, buying links is this difficult and it's this dangerous, or doing this is this uh, potentially beneficial. It could take you know. Uh, depending, there, there's so many coulds and ifs too. That's the problem, right? You create something mm -hmm. like this, and it's there's too many individual custom circumstances for every marketer out there too that that have to be addressed by someone that understands the bigger picture. Oh yeah, I mean it's a it's a rabbit hole. So I under, understand the the issues that we're sort of that, that you sort of bring up, right? Like, I mean, you talk about. I don't know, paid links, right? And, and, and we can go back. I mean, we, we've all been in the industry long enough. You go back 10 years ago and it was a different discussion we were having about paid links than we are now, 
having on on paid links and the, the warnings that we would give would just be a little bit there. I mean, we all remember back then we would all be focused on like, don't go with mass article syndication, right? Like and all that sort of crap, right? And, and, and things have gotten more advanced. But we were talking, you were mentioning as well, though, like, so, I mean, there's one of the difficulties, I guess, is, you know, we, we've got a scenario that we need to, somebody needs to be sitting there updating this thing on an almost daily basis. So do we almost need two? You talked about, you know, we can talk about the, the ethics of things like paid links, um, and I think that's where you're getting to going, okay, and we're just going to have like risk, you know, forever. If I'm an affiliate marketer, churn and burn, right? It's not against the law. So there's a certain set of, of tactics and ethics that, that would fall, you know, in my, in my acceptable risk category. And, and then there's standards that would revolve around your money, your life. Like here's some stuff that actually could get you into legal trouble if you're using these kind of tactics over here. They're not just Google violations. They're legal, vi like we're actually up against like regulation here. Would, would we kind of, I guess my question is, would we kind of need two different sets um, of standards then? One that's like, okay, these are the, the ethics you need to follow with your clients. And you know what, go ahead, go black hat. But you need to, if you want to do that, you need your client to do these if you're going to fall under, under, you know, sort of under our umbrella. And then here's the legal ones. You can never break them, right? Because these are things that can get you or, or your clients actually into legal trouble. It's, it's, payday loans it's your money your life it's it's claims on legal things that are false right things like that what are your would we need I think to? it's guidelines not standards right standards <laughs> itself the word i think is one of the problems of this whole topic because it can't be a standard <laughs> by definition right. um it, it, and guidelines is is more diplomatic um ideally more shareable uh and 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 I, you know i don't mind going up to bat against some one of you guys right for a client uh because i know that in the long term then that client will benefit no matter which one of us three they go with uh but i do know that there's a lot of people that uh, i wouldn't trust to manage someone's livelihood and that are claiming to be experts and that's what is the problem right so <laughs> That's what we only, I, got a, we only got a couple of minutes. Does, does this this trust that you have in Dave and I, like you know us, we've known each other for years, we came up in the industry together, but does our longevity in, in the industry have anything to do with it? Um, or can people, you know, can people learn and assimilate the information and be good having just a few years' experience? Not at all. You could have trained someone or they could have trained in any number of ways uh, for just six months and you know, they're superstars in every industry, right? And some of them, you can tell, are going to uh, really pick it up. I think there's a, a, you know, let's not get too deep and, and philosophical here, but part of the next generation's issue is that they're maybe not willing to spend enough time just building links before they learn on something else, uh, you know, but uh, there's, there's a desire to become this SEO expert within six months, which can't happen. Uh, but other than that, I think that, People can be very, uh, you know, if, if as long as they're trained right and they have the, the, the client's interest in, at heart and, you know, whether whatever tactics they use, that's up to them as long as they're not, you know, unduly risking anyone as far as I'm concerned. Okay, I'm afraid we have to leave it at that. We are completely out of time here on Webcology. Uh, Chris Boggs, um, all the stuff you've done in the industry and uh, head proprietor at... Um, Web Traffic Advisors LLC, thank you so much for joining us, um, especially on, on such short notice. Um, and I can't wait to get up to Toronto for that round of golf. Thank you, gentlemen. And you're both welcome to Saratoga Springs whenever. 
Okay, and uh, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, friend, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Ways Media. You've been listening to Webcology on Webmaster Radio on the 15th of February, 2018. February is almost over, friends. Go out there and enjoy the winter while you still got it. Stay safe. We will talk to you next week. Stick around the network. There's more great, great content coming up after the news. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.